Welcome into the Siouxland Sports Insider College Podcast presented by Docs Bar and Firehouse. Uh, thanks to Paul Anderson down at Firehouse and Docs for supporting our segment here. And uh, Mitch, uh, the game was played, and it was played in a downpour in the fourth quarter. But uh, your Cyclones come out on top uh, with a nice 99-yard drive to seal the victory. Um, what's your thoughts on the game? Uh, you know, I thought it was raining offense. I think it was. No, uh, <laughs> no, I think you needed to go grab a, a, a poncho from Size Locker Room. Uh, yep. And you yeah, know, proud sponsor of this segment yeah, for, for Iowa State. Right. Got to hit that plug. Yeah. Um, you know, I just – it was everything I thought it was going to be and more. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I knew this game was going to be ugly. Um, just the way that Iowa's defense is, uh, you knew it was probably going to be a low-scoring game. Um, no safeties. Yeah. in this one so right. we we saved ourselves a little bit of, of joy there there were two touchdowns scored so you know mm-hmm. we're moving on up yeah. um i think we might even you know start to think about scoring maybe over 20 points in the next game mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. uh you know i was honestly for if you look at the game in a whole 85 percent of the game i was super impressed with both sides of the ball mm-hmm. now there's still that 15 percent where i worry yeah. Um, special teams knew it was going to be a problem. Yeah. It was evident yeah. after our first drive. Yeah. That block punt gave Iowa the field position to score their first and only touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and you go a little bit later on, I think the third or fourth series, another punt's blocked. It's like, all right, we got to figure this out. Yeah. Um, and you know, we had two chances at the goal line. Mm-hmm. Fumble into the end zone, threw a, a, an ill-advised fade um, yeah. to, to the corner uh, where, where you had double coverage. Yep. Um, so missed opportunities that could have made this game a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you go to the 85%, the 99-yard drive, the, yeah. the, the good uh, the poke out at the end zone with when you, you know, yeah. sure-handed ja- or, uh, uh, you know, pot of bombs running it in. And, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at the scoreboard going, all right, they haven't changed it over yet. And all of a sudden they get out of the huddle and say, Iowa State ball. I'm like, whoa, yeah. Yeah. pot of bomb fumbled? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you look at the the replay, and you got TJ Tampa coming in and knocking that ball mm-hmm. free. It's a great um, play. And just you know, all around, I think they they subbed in and out guys on the defensive side of the ball, and every guy um, that had his number called came up and, and played extremely well. Mm-hmm. Um, Colby Reader transferred from Delaware, got uh, defensive. Yeah, he looked good. I was impressed. Co newcomer. Um, you know, he's filling in that 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 spot for for like the Mike Rose spot, mm-hmm. but I think all the Gary Vaughn, Orion Vance, Kobe Reader, all those guys. Played really well um, in the, the the short yardage game at linebacker, and then you know it, credit goes to our the secondary. You know, and Iowa can't move the ball very effectively on offense, but when they try to do that, and you lock up, and you, sure tackling has always been a problem in the Iowa Iowa State game, where we know Iowa's going to throw the short intermediate pass game. If you mm-hmm. can tackle, you're going to get them into second and yeah. long, third and long, or third at least manageable. Yep. Um, we hadn't been able to do that in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a, a second down game that should only be three yards turned into six, seven yards. And, mm-hmm. and you were able to keep moving the ball. I thought Iowa State did a really good job defensively on making the tackles when needed to. I thought in, in all, even going into the fourth quarter with the rain, Hunter Deckers, there was a couple of passes he put on the money. Yeah, and he, he looked did. poised. And, and under pressure, too. And yeah, poised and confident. There, now, there were a couple of times where – they ran the option. He handed it off. I felt like he should have ran with it, and he ran with it, and I felt like he should have handed it off. 
that works with film, and mm-hmm. it works with a, and you know, you got to give credit to Iowa's defense because they came out and played as good of a game as they possibly could have. Yeah, had uh, Iowa State with three turnovers, two at the, uh, you know, inside the red zone. So I thought they played really well. How many well. times do you lose with two block punts? I mean, <laughs> it's it's very minimal. <laughs> but that, that that translates to just how awful this Iowa offense is. And I mean, I I'm not the only one, but I'm sure people's eyes bled a little bit again this past <laughs> Saturday. And uh, you know, I I wish I could say there's help on the way, um, but I just don't see it. So I feel bad for the defense because, uh, you know, they give a heroic effort each week. And you got an offense that, uh, quite frankly, can't get out of their own way. It, and and you look at it, too. So each team had six punts. Um, Iowa State had about just short of 30, yard, 30 more plays on offense than, than Iowa did. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and coming down to it, 10 to 20 on third down. Not exactly where Iowa State wants to be. You want to be a little over 50%. Um, but 10 to 20 on third down versus 3 of 11. Yeah. I mean, even when Iowa was able to move the ball in first and mm-hmm. second down, when you can't move the ball on third down, yeah. you're not going to beat a peewee team. No, you're not. And and the, some of the third down plays, you just thought, like, in old Iowa pass, you could have – we've seen them do a QB sneak from five yards out. And yeah. get the first down. Mm-hmm. So they they're usually the playbook's more open, yeah. and it's just seemed closed off. And I don't know if it's from a lack of production. Um, mm-hmm. Your wide receiver room is banged up. Your running back yeah. room is banged up. Mm-hmm. I get that. Offensive lines not in shambles, but is new. It's yeah. very very new. You don't yeah. have your all all center and Linderbaum. Mm-hmm. You don't have your your stud tackles uh, how you had in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's you can tell that pressure is getting into Petrus's face. Now, does that cause some of the ill-advised throws? Yeah. Does mm-hmm. it cause all of them? No. No. But as an offense, like, I mean, coming from a defensive side, if I'm on the defensive side on Iowa State, if you don't get a run game going, which they had 92 ru- – or, excuse me, they had 58 rushing yards yeah. total. Um I even in the game last year, you had more rushing yards than fifty-eight yards total, mm-hmm. and and Goodson didn't really even catch his stride in that game. Yeah, and and it's been in Iowa's DNA of we're gonna play Big Ten football. Mm-hmm. Maybe our passing numbers aren't the greatest. It's fine, but we'll yeah. still run for yep. one hundred and fifty, two hundred yards mm-hmm. a game. When mm-hmm. when this offensive line can't get a push up front, and yeah. your running yeah. backs aren't comfortable. And, you know, they're inexperienced, you know, guarding against the, the pass rush, you know, yeah. on third downs. Yeah. When, when one part of the puzzle doesn't fit, the entire – the rest yeah. of the pieces seem to right. not fit. And right. I, that's kind of where Iowa's offense is right now. Now, you know, if you're an Iowa fan, you got to believe in, in Ferentz. Um, Kirk, not Brian. you got to believe in <laughs> one of them. But yeah. for them, you got to believe in, in the way that this team is going. Like, this is and – I, and I – they, they're going to hang their hat on it for all the year. This is probably the top two, if not the best defense in college football. Yeah. Just just how yeah. they, they they limit everything. I mean, I thought – That's what was so impressive to me about the 99-yard drive was that very rarely does that happen to the to any Iowa defense. And to me, that's, that's how good Deckers is. And is only going to get better. His ceiling is very high. Yeah, and and honestly, for me being an Iowa State fan, I thought John Haycock 
Um, there was a couple plays in there where I'm like, ah, we probably shouldn't have ran that play. But in the first two games, John Haycock has came out and coached and had – or not Haycock, excuse me, um, Tom Manning. Mm-hmm. Um, Haycock always does an yeah. incredible job on the yep. defensive side. Yeah. But Tom Manning on the offensive side has just been – He's been great. Yeah, you know, he's mm-hmm. he understands with what Decker's talents are and how to run the offense. We're still trying to work uh, Brock Sanders, um, Norton, and Silas all into that mm-hmm. running back room and kind of figure out their identities. I thought Jerome Brock had a really good game. In yeah, the second game over a hundred yeah. yards rushing. Yeah. Obviously, he wants that fumble back in the end zone. But yeah, for Tom Manning to call the, those two games and put Decker's in a comfortable spot, especially for that ninety-nine yard drive. I mean, I couldn't ask anything more. Yeah. You know, when, when we started that drive after the the fumble on the goal line, I'm mm-hmm. like, well, here comes a safety. Yeah, we, I mean, we yeah. had a, two safeties in the last game. Here comes another one. Yeah, and if that's so, here's the, that's the whole part that changed the game. If you if I would get to safety on that, mm-hmm. it's three to nine. Yeah, yeah. You get the ball back, even if you don't move the ball on offense. Mm-hmm. You flip field position again. Yeah, because your your punters. Unbelievable! I don't know mm-hmm. where you guys keep getting them. Yep. yep. But you flip field position again, and even if Iowa State drives down, it's still going to be a, a tall task towards the later part of the game. It's raining. It's yeah. just nasty. It's yeah. it, there's they're not as prompt conditions as they had on their touchdown drive right. um, late in that third quarter. Mm-hmm. I just think that the that 99 yard play or the drive changed everything mm-hmm. um it, it kind of felt like a game to where you know coming in late when Iowa had that chance yeah. to kick the field goal I was yeah. like they're gonna make this field goal we're gonna yeah. go into overtime and Iowa State's gonna lose in the most Iowa State way they're gonna muff yeah. a punt something's yeah. gonna happen it's gonna be weird and then he missed and then like it kind of really set in for me and you know it was the first time in six years I've seen Iowa State mm-hmm. lift the the Cyhawk trophy and it yep. it just felt like all the the effort that the past six team had done because you know, even me being more of a biased fan, I thought there there was a couple of those games that Iowa State should have won. Mm-hmm. Should have won. They had, uh, you know, I thought more talent on all sides of the ball, and just didn't put a, a collective game together. Now, if a collective game for us to win a Cyhawk series causes us to only score ten points, I'll score ten points all the time. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Um, well, I'm I'm optimistic being a Hawkeye fan and uh, hoping. Their offense is better next fall. Oh, they, I mean, th- this thing is broken. Um, I don't know what the hell you call this scheme. Uh, they're pulling up numbers that are like pre-World War One numbers offensively. I mean, it. you have a sold-out stadium, and we're entering week three this week. I mean, you got a lot of unhappy people, and I'm sure the phone's ringing off the hook in the athletic department. And I mean, quite frankly, you got a head coach that, you know, is presenting Spencer Petras um, and referencing his body of work. Um, Chad Lysakow with the Des Moines Register did a good job kind of pressing coach uh, the other day at the press conference. Um, you know, he mentioned over the course of the last nine games, Petras has thrown nine picks and one touchdown. I mean, so if you're referencing body of work, you need to come better prepared with something to defend your stance, in my opinion. And I mean, so maybe the two kids behind Petrus aren't that good. That's fine. But I think they at least deserve an opportunity. 
you know, because yeah, right now this thing's in park, and I don't know if they can get it out of park. Maybe reverse, that gear probably works because we've seen that too, but just all sorts of problems. And, I mean, you've got you've got Michigan coming to town soon. Then you got to head to Columbus shortly after that. It it doesn't look good. Well, let's talk about their matchup this Saturday, 6.30 kickoff night game, yep. changing it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Night games in Iowa City are always, yeah. you know – I just, just feel like that much more exciting. You have, yeah. you know, uh, the wave at night. I mm-hmm. thought, you know, just everything is different. And there's been a lot of historically favorable games in Iowa's history that have been played at night. Yeah. Um, this one on the Big Ten Network, not ABC, anything like that. Nevada comes to town coming off of a ugly loss to yeah. Incarnate Word. Yeah. Um, their offense, though, higher up there, score get about 350 um, total yards through. Um, and they're pretty – even with rushing and passing yards. Um, and the thing that scares me a lot is, granted, their defense is nothing that you saw the last two weeks. South Dakota State has an incredible defense for um, the level of football they play. Yeah. And Iowa State, I think, has the best defense, if not one of the best defenses in all of uh, the Big 12. Mm-hmm. Now, you're going and playing against a team that's middle of the pack, no pun intended, um, mm-hmm. to last in the pack in the Mountain West Conference in defense. Yeah. Um, and, and a defense that our conference that hangs their head on offense. Mm-hmm. Um, but they score 34 points a game. Yeah. And uh, if if you told me that Iowa was going to come close to scoring 34 points a game, um, there's been a joke that's been going on on Twitter. How many safeties is that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That That's – to me I it's – Mitch, they're a 23-and-a-half-point favorite, Iowa is. I, I just don't understand how you come up with that number. It's, it's going to be interesting. I think – I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I I, I will win this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're gonna move to two and one on the season, um, and get out of out of your non-conference at a, at a two and one record. They're gonna win this game. To me, in in for for Ferentz and Petrus in this offense, you get Nico Regani back hopefully for this game. You need to score 35 points. Mm-hmm. I need to see seven touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Or I need, I need to see five touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Now, if all five are rushing, I don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If all five are passing, I also don't care. If yeah. it's three and two, yeah. if it's split up. If if we have to throw the ball from 20 to 20 and then have Potabom run it in from 20 yards, I any way to score 35 points is what you need to score yeah. because then – to me, with how that defense plays, then I'm comfortable going into Big Ten play. Yeah. But if you don't put up 35 points against the Nevada defense, yeah, yeah, I'm well, I'm nervous for the other thing I'm looking at too, Mitch, is time of possession. How long is the damn defense on the field? You know, we're eight quarters of football in, and it's upside down already. Yep. So I mean, you it makes me wonder. You know, pretty soon you end up having injuries. Your depth is challenged on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, they just can't spend, you know, over 30 minutes a game on defense. It's just the expectation's too much. If if the offense can't carry their water, and you can't always continue to expect more out of your defense. They're no. giving you what they got. With that being said, Hawks cover. They win 55-7. Uh, <laughs> wow. No, I, I think I think they'll have a better offensive game. Obviously, I think you have to. Um, we, you you see all this talk in the media. I mean, you got 
microphones in kids' faces, yeah. and, and it's nut up or shut up time. Honestly, yeah. it is. Yeah. And I think, you know, Spencer's heard enough noise to where, um, you know, he's got to be laser-focused and dialed in and, and hit his hit – his, go through his progressions, hit his reads, and, and really open the ball up. Um, I think that the, the corner play for Nevada is weak, mm-hmm. and I think that you're, you're going to have to obviously get more than two passes to your receivers. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. I think the, the rest were completed the tight ends. You have a great tight end room. Yeah. Your receivers need to touch the ball in yeah. the passing game. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if it's passing the ball behind the line of scrimmage. Right. If you're yeah. throwing screens and letting guys do work in space, if you're, mm-hmm. you know, throwing uh, pitches or even shovel passes considered a run yeah. or, uh, you know, considered a pass, if you throw a little shovel pass to get a couple extra yards up the middle, just get Petrus comfortable sitting in the pocket yeah. not getting pressured mm-hmm. and being able to progress through his reads because that's been the biggest struggle for him yeah. the first two games is as as much as you want to harp on the kid, if you have no time to go through your reads in an offense, I mean, granted, a lot of times your first read is your longest pass play. Yeah. Your first read is your touchdown play, and then you work and, your way back down the depth or your route tree. But if, if, if I know that I have two seconds to throw the ball before I have pressure yeah. in my face, yeah. I'm throwing my check down every time. Yeah, well, and not only does he know that, but the defensive defense coordinator knows that. knows that. And he knows there's nobody that's going to run by. I mean, I rewatched a few plays because I'm sick in the mind. <laughs> and I watched how quickly your cornerbacks came up to tackle in the run game. They had no concern whatsoever about anything ever going behind them, you know. And that, I mean, they just controlled the line of scrimmage defensively. Yeah. It's, I mean, looking at Iowa right now, the the offense is bad. Yeah. Um, and the defense is good. Now, if you flop over to a team that plays a little bit farther west to where their offense is pretty good and their defense is bad and yeah, Frosty's out the door. Yeah, he's and, gone. Uh, we're we're not talking about that Christmas movie that's played during Christmas time. Um, Georgia Southern. Yeah, I know. Yeah, bravo, <laughs> bravo. Uh, doing doing what all of us fans, you know. Honestly, if I'm a Big Ten fan, I'm I'm mad that Frost left because the offense and yeah. defense and everything was in such shambles while he was there. Mm-hmm. Getting a new coach might be a, a facelift to this team, and I don't want to yeah. see. It. I'm playing against Nebraska. I don't want to see them get better. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but but what Georgia Southern did, um, and I I've, I heard a stat over the weekend, which just made my jaw drop. Mm-hmm. Three times mm-hmm. that Nebraska's given up this much yardage in a game, 642 total yards. Yeah, it's a mile. Two, two teams d- did it more, and that was in the early around the 50s mm-hmm. to I believe Oklahoma, and then early 2000s to UCLA. Yeah. Black yeah. shirt defense. Yeah. They hang their hats. X's yeah. in the in the end zone. Yeah. Ninety thousand fans all all, yeah. all cheering them on. Mm-hmm. Six hundred and forty two total yards to an a team that I mean, granted, the Sun Belt made a name for themselves this weekend. Yeah, they did. Yeah. But a team that and and I was listening to Husker reaction. This yeah. is a team that ran the triple option yeah, a couple of years year, ago. Last year. Last year. Yeah. So this yeah. is it's nuts. They're just starting to throw the forward pass. And and I honestly, Nebraska's offense, I thought played extremely well. No turnovers. Mm-hmm. Nine mm-hmm. to thirteen on third down, probably could have been yeah. ten or eleven to thirteen. Yeah. They punted four times, probably a little bit more than you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Penalties hurt them. Ten yeah. penalties. But you moved the ball for five hundred and seventy-five yards yourself. Yeah. You scored. Higher than yeah. you have uh, yeah. in point totals. Uh, against 11, 1,200 yards in this game. 
Yeah. Unbelievable. You, you scored 42 points is more than enough points for you to score and win a football game yeah. in any conference. Yeah. That defense, man. Yeah, not good, buddy. That defense is bad. Yeah. And well, the linebackers are not good. No, and it's only going to get worse. They have yeah. Oklahoma coming to town I know. this week. And yeah. and look out. Dylan Gabriel uh, for yeah, Oklahoma is no, no joke. And, yeah. and they got weapons on the outside. They have weapons mm-hmm. on the inside. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma's really coming together to play defense. Now, last year they came in. Our Nebraska went to OU and, and put a game yeah, together. Yeah, they did. Yep. First year, our first game under an interim coach is always different. Yeah. And go one of two ways. Mm-hmm. Um They'll be sky high. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to be – they're going to play their best game of the year. But after that wears off, then the talent kicks in. And, and, it's, and I, I think I, it's going to get ugly. Yeah, I, I do too. Um, so. I mean, coming off last week, uh, Georgia Southern, 233 rush yards. I mean, Oklahoma, I mean, that's their bread and butter, man. That's what opens up their passing game. So, that's that's dangerous. So yeah, and Oklahoma on the season, um, their offense has rushed for almost 200 yards a game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, oh, man, it's <laughs> it's gonna get ugly, Marty. It's yeah. gonna get really ugly. Yeah, I think so. In in the, the the Sooner defense, granted they haven't played the talent um, that most teams have played, but rank in within the top, you know, 60, 70 mm-hmm. of all Division One teams. Mm-hmm. So this Sooner defense comes to play yeah you know they 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 played a, a kent state team 133 to three and then they played against a utep team 145 13 both i think could have been a little bit yeah. larger margins yeah. of victory but what i saw that I, and, and that to me that just screams brent venables you know new head coach he's a he's a defensive guru by trade and i i do anticipate them over his tenure playing much better defense yeah, it should be should be um, interesting to see. But Gray, um, Eric Gray is going to be the running back that's going to cause havoc for this Nebraska defense. He's already rushed, um, you know, for a lot for for this OU offense. He's their bell cow mm-hmm. um, on on the season, and you know, had twenty six attempts for one hundred and seventy three yards which is like right around an average of six yards a carry. Mm-hmm. Now, if they let a team like Georgia Southern run for yeah. more than six yards a carry, I can only imagine right. with a bigger, beefier offensive line what they're going to be able to give up against um, OU. And it's going to be – I think that game could get out of hand. Yeah. I'll really quickly touch on Iowa State and Ohio. Yep. Um, I'd like to you – know, I won't be able to watch the game. I have a wedding to attend to. Yeah. Um, early congratulations to my sister. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, uh, but against an Ohio team, and I don't know who wrote Ohio's schedule, but but have mercy on your soul. Because <laughs> they just last week went and played a Penn State team who yeah. beat them 46-10. to 10. Going now, through the ice bags. I don't know if it's going to be the same level. I think, you know, Penn State's offense is really good, and their yeah. defense, um, mm-hmm. you know, playing at um, of Happy Valley is tough. And, yeah. and I don't think that – Iowa State's on that same level, yep. uh, but they're getting there. I think, you know, mm-hmm. Iowa State's defense is going to have another, you know, challenge that they're going to have to tighten up some things, uh, trying to get back and get healthy. Some guys were banged up from the Iowa game. So, you know, I, what I want to see at 100 Deckers is moving the ball downfield in, yep. in your progressions. We saw a decent amount of it with some good ball placement in both your first two games. Mm-hmm. I want to see him really – move out on the route tree we've seen a lot of out routes 
um, some five yard ends, some slants, different stuff like that. I want to see your 10 yard or farther passes. I want to see yeah. you put it in a, in a basket yeah. over the corner behind, in front of the safety type yeah. throws. Yeah. Um, and I think I, you know, he has the potential to do that and we've seen mm-hmm. it happen. And then it just for, for Iowa state, let Brock rush for a uh, drill run rush for over a hundred yards again, three yeah. straight games of over a hundred yards. Then you have that, that bell cow in, yeah. in the backfield. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with getting more guys back healthy, um, I think there's four guys in that backfield that could really do damage, and, and each of them have a different skill set. Um, but for them to come out, I want to see them put a body of work together. Under over is 48. I think the over gets hit in this game. Yeah. Spread, though, watch it be a 17-point game at the end of the end of it. Mm. 18 and a half. Yeah. Right mm. now, I never – I don't like big spreads, especially yeah. Iowa State versus a, um, a smaller FBS school. And you got – Iowa State coming off a big win yes. on the road. So be, it's, it's kind of a letdown yes. spot. Yeah. So 18.5 for the yeah. spread. I would definitely uh, go with the Ohio uh, side for the spread. Iowa State money line still. I think Iowa State yeah. still wins the game. Yeah. Um, but uh, but watch for that backdoor cover. I think it could be like yeah. a 24-point game. Yeah. Ohio scores late a late touchdown, touchdown yeah. cuts it to 17. You're screaming at the TV and going, yeah. I should have listened to Mitch. <laughs> yeah. But um, other than that, Marty, I mean, there's like a couple other good games in the Big Ten and Big 12. Um, any that really caught your eye that you want to talk about? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Penn State traveling to Auburn. Um, 230 should be a good one. Um, been, been to, I've personally been to Jordan-Hare Stadium. It's, it's an unbelievable facility. Um, and that crowd will be raucous with Penn State coming into town. I almost lean towards Auburn there a little bit. And – I think Penn State might be the better team, but it's just – it's hard to win on the road down there at Auburn. I, right. I mean, Alabama can tell you all about that. Yeah. So. The, and, the, and it looks like Vegas has actually given Penn State three. Yeah. Um, so, yep. so kind of a crazier game. Uh, it's a tale of two teams. Uh, Penn State's really high-powered on offense. Yeah. Um, pretty good on defense. Not not as, as great as what they've mm-hmm. been in, in some years. And Auburn's that, that tough SEC defense yeah. that has, yeah. a, you know, an offense that can really move the ball and really play well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it, you know, they played against a Mercer team, gave up 16, and then went and played against the San Jose State team and won just 24 to 16. Yeah. So, you know, they, they squeaked out mm-hmm. uh, of a game there. So maybe and they're it, looking ahead. Yeah, it'll, it'll be hot down there. I mean, boy, I tell you what. Uh, two thirty game, probably be in the nineties, high eighties, and you know Penn State. I don't know, you know we'll see if they can hold up, but I I just I like the home field advantage there. I think it's a tough place to play. Right, and Auburn's going to do the the more SEC traditional, where they're going to really run the ball heavy for yeah. most of the at least for three quarters, mm-hmm. and it's going to be to to Penn State's front four to front seven yeah. on being able to stop the run for from Auburn. I think it's a great game. Yeah, um, probably one of my favorite games of the the weekend. There's a couple that are outside of the Big Ten, Big Twelve. I know BYU um, has another crazy yeah. crazy one against uh, Oregon. That should be a good That'll matchup. Be a fun one. Yeah, but uh, honestly, I think you know it's a it's a weekend where two of the three local teams, Iowa, Iowa State, and Nebraska, can pick up a win. Yep. Um, before they move into to conference play, and I think it's gonna really this will finally put the the touch on how these teams are gonna look going yeah. into conference play, yeah. putting the final bow on the non conference season. But um. You know, I'm, I'm excited to, to watch it. And yeah. there's like there's good high school football being played. 
NFL football's back. Yeah. It's just this time of year is great time of year. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'd like to thank our sponsors, uh, Docs and Firehouse, and also Size Locker Room, uh, presenters of Mitch Mitch's Iowa State segment. And I'd like to thank the Iowa Hawk Shop for the Hawkeye segment. So, looking forward to joining uh, you again next week. Appreciate you guys listening in, and uh, talk to you next week. Remember, it's a cyclone state.